following program may contain forced language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to another episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... It's Samurai Derail Medics. And... Hey everyone, V-Lord GTZ. And bringing up the rear... An angry CJ. He's here to play. Angry at my own at my own staff members, but we'll, we'll let that slide since we're on a podcast. And since Darrell's here, it's all about the love and the hugs. Because man, we need we need some hugs. We need to uh, fuck COVID. We need some hugs. I don't care. Do you? I miss hugs. I really I'll do. Take the hug. We need to. Yeah. We need to make Darrell Khan a thing, so we go and visit him. All of us, Toonami faithful. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all might come back fat as hell, but you know. That's kind of the reason why I want to go too. I want to try <laughs> some good cooking. So, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I know your mom does like everything like really really amazing but i want to try some Darrell home cooking Ooh. well i've been, I, I since covid hit i was actually been the one doing the majority of cooking lately. oh really you think you think yeah. you're gonna give moms a run for the money well i actually beat her with the sweet potato pie and uh you know the contest we michelle had set up for us like we sent her um red velvet cake and a sweet potato pie and michelle's like don't tell your mom but i actually like the sweet potato pie with the red velvet <laughs> cake so that was one over mom for the first time in my life nice so yeah we have to make it a thing now sketch we have to get the good food down in alabama don't worry about it it'll be collard greens fried chicken um oh. macaroni cheese and i guess i can bake a cake or something man Ooh, cake, cake i want that cake. sweet potato pie <laughs> uh, i normally don't do sweet potato pies off season but since it's y'all i'll make an exception oh that's mm-hmm. a pog champ I mean, it's just like. Well, I mean, we could always come over in season. (laughs) What if we wanted to come multiple times? Sketch, think about that. Hmm. Ah, it's Hmm. every month. It's every month. Cons every month. (laughs) Oh lord! Boy, my car is gonna get a lot of miles because I ain't flying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's put it like this, man. Y'all be happy and fed, man. Hey, y'all might actually meet some of my folks too. That'd be that'd be awesome. I should bring if I'm driving, I'll bring anime so we can watch. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Hey, I can, don't worry. I, I got should stuff. rent a charter bus and drive it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you is the bus driver, man. I got the license for it. Wheels on the bus go round and round. Then all round of a sudden, Sketch's uh, place of employment is like, wait, we're missing a bus and Sketch, and you just see him like driving eighteen hours straight, like, oh, I'm almost there. Oh, I'm gonna run out of gas real soon. <laughs> have contemplated how long it would take for them to get a bus that was stolen because there's not a whole lot of procedures that they have to like make sure that people don't steal the bus i think it's just they figure that nobody's gonna do it because it would be easy enough to catch them road trip 
Plus, it run out of gas really fast. The plan is in motion. <laughs> the plan is in motion. And and for I will say this now: if listeners are wondering what the hell are these guys talking about, it's kind of a good segue into our main topic of this because we have no idea what the hell Tsunami is going to be doing in the next couple of weeks. So it's kind of like oh, the similar no. thing. That's like for the first time ever, they've really been playing it like, what are we going to do this week? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's been week to week for. A while. I mean, they 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 did the thing where they reran three episodes of My Hero to buy time, but then ended up having to extend that an additional week, which I think was a really good idea to do a, a vote between the viewers to see what episode would win. And it was yeah. the United States of Smash. What a good choice. Oh, 49. Episode 49, yeah. Part two, but, you know. If I had my pick, I would actually have picked... Uh... Deku versus uh, Todoroki back in that the sports festival. Oh, God, that I mean, one. Didn't, De- didn't Deku versus Kachan Part 2 get buried at 3.30? Oh, yeah, so, it did. Would have been nice to see that one at midnight. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But, yeah, no, it's 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 been very weird because it does feel like... It feels like we're back in, like, the end game of Toonami back in its first run because we were kind of like, yeah, what what's going to happen here? What's going to happen oh. there? Don't make those illusions. No, no. Oh, I'm not. I'm not worried. There's a difference, though. People were panicking, and I'm sure there are people who are panicking now. But I'm not panicking. I'm just kind of like, hmm. I wonder Actually, what I don't they think are going to do. People were panicking back then because at that point, people were just kind of like, eh, whatever. Yeah, and then it left, and then they're like, wait, no, we were just kidding. Come back. Come back. Oh, give it back to me. But, like, come on, the writing was on the wall. People. Yeah. But uh, it is very, very interesting considering I thought from the original post that they did about the rerun that they were going to do at the end uh, since we got episode 49, they mentioned in the post episodes. So I thought it was yeah. going to be a little longer than it normally would be. And then all of a sudden we get episodes 88 and 80 or 87 and 88. So it's like, okay, so the next two weeks, here we go. It usually don't, doesn't Toonami make an announcement like two weeks before when a new show should be coming? Yeah, they usually do. So that brings us to, well, what happens the week after 88 airs? Well, wouldn't you know it, that's the 4th of July weekend, and 4th of July is on a Saturday. Now, any other year, they probably would be like, yeah, we're definitely running a marathon, but... I, they didn't run a marathon for Memorial Day weekend because nobody was going anywhere. <laughs> so it's kind of uh, anyone's guess if they're actually going to do a marathon on 4th of July because they don't have to. True. Especially if, well, I don't think they're going to premiere a new show on 4th of July. So if anything, they might do another uh, best of episode of my hero or something to lead off the block and then run the regular lineup or but, or, or here's an idea they marathon my hero academia again <laughs> uh, <laughs> how troll would that be i'd love that viewers, it's time for your weekly gentle fight. <laughs> i mean seriously just play the whole the, the whole <laughs> that whole Part of the arc all over again. Oh, I would love it. It would be such a great middle finger to the impatient fans. Oh, you know, I'd the love it. thing is, even though people complained plenty, it didn't. 
it was like it didn't even matter. People still watched. So, yeah, probably would have been better performing weeks if they were new episodes or something. But, I mean, it's it was fine. You know, the, the world kept on turning. You know, not that big a deal. And now we're finally going to get those last two episodes one week after another. So that's good. But, I mean, My Hero isn't the only thing that they're running out of episodes of. Please, so, Sketch, enlighten us. What yeah. else? Well, they are uh, coming up on the... Eh, they're a little past halfway point with Paranoia Agent now, so that, depending on what they do on 4th of July, I'm going to have to list off two different dates here. <laughs> so, if there is no marathon on 4th of July, then maybe it ends on July 18th or maybe July 25th. Mob Psycho Season 1, maybe August 1st or maybe August 8th. Ballmasters, 20-episode uh, run, if they continue as such, would be August 8th or August 15th. And here's the real question. Black Clover. Uh-oh. Don't don't now, say it, Sketch. Please don't. As of just today, Funimation announced that they will be putting out uh, episode 126 on Sunday. Today's the uh, 18th of June. So that is buying Toonami a little bit more time because um, this upcoming week, which honestly, this podcast won't be out by then. Sketch! <laughs> What? We have other ones that we needed to get out first. Sketch! Shame, Sketch. Shame. It's... it's... You want those interviews out, don't you? I'm going to have to send Darrell over to get you back into podcast editing shape. Darrell, you know what to do. Yes. You know what to do. Uh, I used to be so efficient when I was unemployed. I know, babe. You used to be really very, very efficient. Could turn it out every week, no problem. Well, slight problem, but still. We need to get you back up to the Jose standard. Uh, oh, man. I ain't never going to be up to that. <laughs> That's the reason why I said it. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. It'd be nice if we could just say, hey, Jose, want to end the podcast again for old time's sake? I could just see the look on his face. We do need to get Jose <laughs> on a podcast. I'm still surprised that one time I was like, yeah, I got the top... Uh, top 10 list and he's like oh that ain't for you why <laughs> <laughs> okay if you want to <laughs> i'm gonna say no <laughs> so i guess what sketch uh, is kind of alluding to as the real big question here is what are we doing in two weeks and let's say that they do a marathon on fourth of july because i i personally think they will i i do think that just because like sketch said certainly a strong possibility i don't think they are going to premiere anything but let's say they d okay in any case Let's say there's no new show for 4th of July weekend. What are they going to do? And my biggest question of that is, what's the process like with getting uh, new shows? I do not know. Because it is yeah, not something... Know. Well, no, it's like... Well, I mean, I feel like I should, considering where I work. But we haven't had to, like, grab new shows for quite a long time. Uh, the last time we did that was back in 2016. And... I wasn't privy to any of that kind of information of when we were looking for programming for times that we weren't doing newscasts. So I don't know what that kind of process is, especially for, you know, anime, considering it's a lot different than just saying, you know, getting uh, Family Feud or Bob's Burgers. Very, I feel like they're very different. So I'm curious 
uh, what Toonami would have to do to not only talk with someone who's, you know, whether it be like Funimation, Sentai, Anaplex, yada, yada, and then like they have to talk to their Japanese partners to be able to get things working. It's one of those kind of things where it's like, wait a minute, how do they get it? So can they get like, as an example, uh, let's say they were going to go for something by Sentai. Uh, I'm just going to pick a random. Like, let's say they were like, hey, let's get No Game, No Life, right? Considering it already has a dub. Uh, there's no worry about getting, you know, different stuff over. And it's only one season. So it's not as if, like, it would be, oh, we have to get, like, Food Wars kind of thing where they can only get the first two seasons. And then they have to kind of work out a deal for the third one. So I'm curious how, whether it be something that they could potentially accomplish to be especially with all the covid precautions that companies are taking and being able to grab those in to just kind of throw throw in onto their broadcast and i'm just using no game no life as an example i mean you could throw in you know any show that would make sense like yona of the dawn that we were talking about on an interview earlier or uh i don't know i can still say get backers and let's see i would say sayuki but i would I'm probably like the picture quality wouldn't be so great though. Right, but I, I'm just like, but, but those are great examples of like shows that have a dub ready. You know, like they don't have to worry about you know production and and like the slow turnout. Like they obviously have had to with a lot of their shows, such as you know JoJo, My Hero Academia, and as Sketch alluded to, uh, Black Clover, which I'm very scared for as we're getting closer and closer. But um, I'm, I'm curious on what the process for them to be able to grab the license for those kind of shows. Because, I mean, look at what happened with Paranoia Agent. You know, they grabbed something that they clearly wanted and they were able to get it. And I, I, that kind of, you know, I wouldn't say surprised me, but just because of how the world is right now, it kind of was like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? So, like, good. They can, you know, go out and make a deal. So I'm curious if that's going to be like a similar thing that's going, that's going to have to happen uh, for Toonami to be able to get stuff because I mean the big thing is it's like they just need to get some stuff to be able to air so it's something different instead of just reruns all the time and especially with you know the potential or not the potential but uh, with My Hero Academia ending you know what rep- what would you think would be a great show to be front and center on the block you know it's not an easy choice and uh, it's just kind of one of those things I'm curious like with you guys like about them trying to find not necessarily picking a show that you think will go in but like them trying to find a way to grab any kind of show that you know would make sense for Toonami to air you know it's honestly a really tough situation because like even with Paranoia Agent I feel like they were probably negotiating for that like for a while like maybe even before like lockdown started Mm -hmm. so it makes me wonder like have they like been like searching for new shows like since like quarantines have started and if like, they have it, like how does that conversation get started or work right yeah because like they mentioned before that like in-person interactions and stuff were like a big part of that too so with that yeah. out of the picture like i'm assuming like companies are adapting to that like they are like all over the world but it does make me wonder if like that's a priority or if like right now it's just kind of waiting things out and just like picking from like the backlog of shows that Adult Swim can air on Tanami. Like Samurai Jack, Ghost in the Shell, Cowboy Bebop kind of stuff. Yeah, stuff gotcha. like that. Hey Sketch, maybe Primal, right? 
Over Gendy Tartakovsky's dead body. Yeah, for real. But um, I mean that that would have been like where I would have gone before Ballmasters, but I'm I'm cool with Ballmasters, Aaron. I kind of like yeah, it. I like Ballmasters. Yeah. Ballmasters is awesome. I like it, and I I like Daz. I I think she's hilarious, as well as um. The guy Dana Snyder, or the ball that Dana Snyder uh, voices, because I'm such Baby a f- ball. I'm such a fanboy of his of uh, his work because of Master Shake. So <laughs> he's basically just Master Shake again. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's a Master Shake you can put on your balls. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it it makes me wonder, you know, like how are they going to be able to grab shows? And, like, I feel like that's the more important conversation before we kind of dive into, oh, what would be a great, you know, suggestion for My Hero Academia's replacements? And considering that's what we typically do on this podcast, and if it was normal, yeah. then we would be, but <laughs> it's kind of kind of a little different right now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if, it, if we were just doing the usual conversation, the only factor that we would have had was like, well, I mean, maybe these shows would have happened if not for circumstances, but, of course, they can't because of circumstances yeah but now the conversation is how do they even go about the business and i we're never going to be privy to that but one could hope that after about three months now that they've been able to figure out some way to work out deals but i think the other uh factor in that is the the budget has been affected by everything i mean Turner's not doing sports right now, which is a huge loss of money. So that's all going to trickle down to the other networks and affect everything. So it could be simply a matter of Toonami not wanting to push out all of their fresh content for the year at the same time so they don't end up with having nothing towards the end of the year. That's kind of my thinking as yeah, they're getting down to uh, about half premieres at this point, but um, once they reach that threshold, I could definitely see them injecting more fresh stuff into it. But I think up to this point, the goal was just kind of pacing things out so that they don't end up with a point where they have maybe only two premieres and all reruns otherwise until yeah. things blow over because there's no telling how long the situation's going to last and they got to be a bit forward thinking about all of this. Yeah, well, I mean, I will say at least on like the sports front, um, there's hope for at least hockey to pick back up and so far football hasn't been affected as much as, uh, at least so far, that obviously could change because one would argue that basketball was looking okay and now that's looking like a clusterfuck. So... <laughs> And not, and I'm not going to get into the the big details about it, at least for the basketball one because that's in a podcast of itself. But that's also for a more appropriate sports podcast, not necessarily a tsunami kind of related one. <laughs> but um, if you would have asked me, I would have been like, "Oh yeah, basketball, hockey was going to come back uh, by ne- by the end of next month," which you know would obviously generate revenue in the sense of TV deals. Um, it wouldn't be quite normal just because no fans, and that's a huge loss for profits as well. But uh, now it's looking like hockey might be the only one that comes back. Um, basketball's kind of going through a little bit of a back and forth, which, you know, it depends on your perspective on how you feel towards that. And I'm not here to get into that. Cause again, this isn't a sports podcast, but 
in an earlier time, about like five years ago, that would be what I was doing, but that's not here nor there. But, uh, you know, getting the kind of revenue that uh, Turner would need through those sports is important. And we, we can't lose sight of that because, you know, Turner lost college basketball. They lost they, they more than certainly lost baseball. Baseball is probably going to die thanks to COVID-19. And, well, that's kind of a cop-out. It's going to die thanks to its shitty owners and its shitty players association. So um, that's uh, – COVID, COVID's just a crutch. That like oh, no, COVID's just a crutch that they're going to use. Like, hey, it wasn't our fault. It was because of COVID that things kind of went to shit. No, it's because both of you guys are a bunch of bitches and you can't get your shit together. Damn, you know, fire. these people are complaining about their pay cuts and their billions and millions of dollars. When you have people such as Darrell, who doesn't even work right now, please shut the fuck up and play. Like, don't don't give me no, that I'm, bullshit for building working. OK, I've been working since it started. The thing is, I've been on the front line since day one. Like, there you go. When they sent the email out to all departments in the hospital, um, they, I was deemed critical essential. OK. So my mistake, at least on Darrell's part, but you want to hear these athletes saying, I'm risking my life. No, you're not. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I'm risking my life every day, dude. Absolutely. (laughs) One of the sad parts is, man, like since they opened up like the travel thing and there's like no more travel bans, I literally have coworkers. Like I have people in the um, hospital talking about they're going to the beach, you know? (sighs) Yeah. I mean, and then I'm like, you know, you're passing this, you're going to pass this around to somebody. Exactly. I was like, but the fact that you being an essential worker and you being on the front line, especially knowing that you're a nurse or whoever, Mm -hmm. you're really putting a lot of people at risk. Exactly. And I was like, this is a, it's a a symptomatic um, virus. Just because you don't feel it doesn't mean that you can't pass it on. Exactly. And on top of that, I am immunocompromised because I do have high blood pressure. Oh, I didn't. Okay, so even worse. But, and that's what I'm saying. Where like, this this virus not only just crippled, you know, the essential workers like Darrell, who's been working so hard, and like others who have been working throughout this whole thing, it's crippled the world. You know, and it's it's one of those things where we do have to kind of look at it as a whole and saying this is why you know things aren't you know going to go as well for stuff that we like such as anime dubbing such as tsunami you know these things because they're because lo- everyone's losing money and i mean that's just that's just kind of how it is and so you kind of have freaking, to hmm? oh dude i'm mad about food wars man they only like did like two episodes and then that's it like, <laughs> i mean dude i was so forward looking to that i know and i was like i finished um welcome to demon school or Rumacoon. oh yeah, yeah yeah and i was like I, I was going through the dubs too but i was like Dang, I hope they. Get, I hope he gets a season two. But Food Wars, I was very upset about. Them. Yeah, I mean, and but, and you're not alone because it's not just Food Wars. You know, Ray Zero season two got delayed. Uh, Snafu season three's been delayed. Uh, is it wrong to pick up chicks in a dungeon? Got delayed. It's just stuff that we kind of we have to roll with and realize that these things are necessary not only for people's safety but also because the loss of revenue from you know everyone kind of going at a standstill and it sucks. It 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 really really sucks and so it's kind of the thing where we not necessarily want things to go to normal but we want you know especially at least for turner's sake and tsunami's sake we need them to be able to pick up some sports and some revenue from tv deals that you know can make it so that the trickle down effect of sketch was saying 
will lead to them being able to acquire new shows. Because, I mean, I'd love to suggest things all day. You know, I'd be like, yeah, let's get Ray Zero. You know, the corporate synergy with Toonami and whatnot, with Crunchyroll and all that shit. Yeah, well, let's get Uzumaki there if it's ready. You know, things like that. And it's like... And if ever there was a time for some corporate synergy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know how expensive those things can be. And, like, especially for a show like Ray Zero, which would be, like, a, such a huge thing. Because, like, that not airing when it was when it was like really really popular is like the biggest regret i have for the block because that the waifu wars with rem and ram and amelia you have the great action the twisted uh minecraft well, stuff to be fair it took a while for it to get dubbed yes it did and god bless crunchyroll if you did not dub that yes. thing i would be oh i'd be picketing <laughs> right outside being like you motherfuckers <laughs> i'd be that with you yes you oh you damn well know everyone on this podcast better be or i'm just gonna I'm just going to leave. <laughs> I will just end my call part of the call right here and just bounce and play some Pokemon. <laughs> uh, but it's just like, I mean, what, what it, like I say, it's easy for us to just kind of sit back and be like, Oh, they should pick this show or this show or this show. But like, what's a, what's, what's a really good option. I will throw one show out there because I saw a tweet and it made me kind of hit my head against the wall. Cause I'm like, Oh God, it's happening again. And it was the shield hero thing. I still haven't seen it. I have I only know the vitriol and the hate, but considering that Jason tweeted about uh, it and said that he liked it, it's like I I think I almost can't believe that. I know that's what I kind of felt. It didn't make sense to Not me. Not because I don't like Shield Hero. I like Shield Hero, but I I have a hard time believing that Jason likes. Like Shield didn't Hero. if you saw the tweet that I'm talking about, didn't that kind of like take you aback? Like wait, what? Am I reading this right? <laughs> Because he actually, and it's funny because in the tweet that someone asked him, he asked not only about Shield Hero, but Ray Zero, and he didn't even say Ray Zero. I was like, excuse me? One is not like the other. He admitted to not seeing Ray Zero. Right. Like, hello? You got to remember, Jason is who he is, man. He's a very. He didn't respond about Tiger and Bunny. I'm salty. Yeah. (laughs) That would be, that would make sense, too, because that's getting another season, but. uh, It's it's one of those things where if I had to, like, pick or make a guess. I'm I'm gonna throw my hat into that one just because a it's new the dub is finished, uh it's you know it 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 grabs attention like it's a sword art kind of replacement you know what I mean, where it it it'll grab people who hate it just so they can kind of shit on other people and it'll grab people who like it, uh to be able to watch it, you know it's it's one of those things where it's like, hey, we can't lose because we're just gonna still get people to come. But, you know, I would much rather see something else. To be fair, I haven't seen Shield Hero. Uh, I probably will have to at some point, considering the the reactions that people get. I've actually avoided Dude, everything from it. Uh, but it's, it's... It is garbage to me, man. Right, man. and like Alien and Velo. Like, you know, me and Alien, it struck a core, dude. Yeah. And then there's incel stuff, too, which I'm like, really? How does, what? Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Like... like like I really do not like uh, Shield Hero, right. especially a lot of the early stuff that it does. But the thing is, like, if it would air on Tanami, it would probably do well. Yeah. So, like, honestly, if that's an option to them, I'd say just air it. Like, but also, I will say this, Tsunami. Listen to me. This is your conscience speaking. Don't listen to the fanboys. Listen to your conscience. It's Ray Zero. Ray Zero. Ray Zero. Who is Rem? We need Rem. Please. I beg of you. Like, legit. Like, if we could get Ray Zero, get Ray Zero yes. right now. Like, I need it. Yes. I need it in my veins. 
sense. It, absolutely. But it's just one of those things where it's like if we had to th- throw, you know, a dart at a dartboard when it comes to new content. Personally, I wouldn't mind going through like some older stuff. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean older stuff like when you look at like a Witch Hunter Robin that was on Adult Swim Action before, you know, stuff like that. Like, I'd be so down for shit like that. I think that's really cool. You know, I would want to see Dead Man Wonderland again. Did you see? Morbido just got relicensed. Oh, shit. Sentai this time. Yeah. So I'm just, it's kind of just one of those things where my hands are kind of like up in the air, just thinking, like, what do we do? Honestly, CJ, what do we do? The obvious answer is the world needs Konosuba right now. Yeah. I mean, corporate synergy would think, but I also, I'm also not sure how that would work either. I think, yeah, it really does go back, I think, to the corporate synergy, though, because I think, like, in theory, I feel like the best option would be to get something from Crunchyroll, given that relationship. But we don't know how deep that relationship is at this point. And I also want to make a point, too. And this is something that uh, a colleague of ours who who doesn't work at Toonami Faithful, but, you know, a colleague of ours, Sam, he's like, what is that corporate synergy really amounted to? Mob? And then Uzumaki? Like, that's it? Blade Runner? You know, like, you couldn't get more out of that? And we couldn't even get the second season of Mob? Huh? Uh, I mean, Dr. Stone might be... <laughs> It, Crunchyroll at least just has the master license for it. True. Yeah, I mean, you, you could argue that there, but, like, it's strange because ever Clover. since... Oh, Black ahead. Clover was a kind of a grandfather thing with Funimation, though, too. So uh, I think it was more of a TV Tokyo thing. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. But I know that, it, like, because remember when the Funimation Crunchyroll partners, partnership uh, dissolved, everyone's like, well, what's no, going to happen no, to Black... But, but Black Clover is... The master license is with Crunchyroll. Okay. okay. I mean, they just put out those press releases about all these um, uh, merchandise deals that they're making. Oh, uh, okay. Black Clover was one of them. Right. Yeah, like I'm assuming since like Black Clover was licensed during the deal, like it's still a shared license. Right. Like I'm not saying it's exclusively Crunchyroll like I would for, you know, other shows that they kind of have. As you mentioned, like Konosuba sketch. Yeah, you know, which I might mean, have Funimation made it. Never did anything with Komasuba. Well, right. I'm just using that, uh, you know, the licensing thing as an example. Not, not right, right. That's all. But I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a little hard to say exactly what things Crunchyroll has full control over licensing. All we can say is at least Uzumaki and Blade Runner. That's it. Yeah, but it's like yes. weird too, because like ever since like all the Turner oh, divisions like reconsolidated into like Warner Media, like they claim that there's more corporate synergy now, but like we aren't really seeing it. And oh, of course, you. <laughs> there's plenty of corporate synergy. You see those AT and T TV commercials where they're like, "Look at all these things that we have." <gasps> I like things. Ooh, all the pretty pictures. <laughs> but it's like as, and I think. Sketch and Darrell were saying this, or it's just like now's the now more than ever we need that synergy to help you know keep Toonami giving giving fans what they want, give the people what they want. Yeah, because honestly, like Crunchyroll has so many options right now. They're dubbing shows still. They have good shows coming out like Tower of God, God of High School. Like those are options. Those are good shows they can air. But if like that synergy isn't there, then that's not on the table. Yeah. And, and so we'll have to go down deep into the well and get Bible Black. 
Honestly, at this point, Air Bible. Yes. <laughs> Look here, man. I've As broken V Lord. The hentai power I will be the awesomest thing in the world. I mean, we get kick in with Bible Black, maybe some La Blue Girl, Mega Chew, um, Ijizuku, um reviewers. Oh, God, that one. That Funimation took off a Pornhub. Good job, Funimation. Yes. I mean, I, I did watch it on Pornhub, you know. For research, Jeez, right? Please torrent it. <laughs> no, sir. We don't torrent here. Torrents have viruses, and I don't do that. Eh. Sketch. I, Sketch. Talking, he was doing it for research. Been to the dark web. <laughs> he had to know what monster girls were the best for, you know. So it was research. It was. It was a research. Dude, thing. the succubus episode. <laughs> oh God, I haven't seen it, so I, I have no idea. Oh, oh man. man. V-Lord, that's one of the things I should do on that video series we want to do. That's one of the best shows that aired this year. Yeah, it really was. I mean... <laughs> Easily one, one if, if not the best show of its season. It's I basically mean, I, hentai, but it's pretty fun to watch. So, V-Lord, why didn't you guys tell me this? We could add this to the list. I mean, well, I sure. mean, the fact that there's really no legal way of watching it. Don't worry. I will contact Funimation and be like, hey, we're doing this video series. I need to see this. I can see it subbed. It's fine. Did it all, like, still, like, simulcast in, like, Europe? I think somewhere it was still simulcast. I forget exactly. Feelord, are we going to Europe? Might have been Australia. Are we going to yeah, Australia? it was Australia. Lord, are we going to Australia? Sure, let's go to Australia. Like Anime Lab, I think was the service. Okay. I don't know. To Australia and beyond. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, the other thing that I see people saying is like, oh, you know, these companies like Funimation and Viz and Aniplex, you know, they should throw Toonami a bone in these times. It's like, no, I kind of get what you're saying. But at the same time, does that really benefit those companies that are also struggling due to the situation? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it would be nice of them to do, but is it really a good thing for them to do from a business perspective? I, I guess that's left up to debate. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, everyone's struggling right now. So it's like, it's hard to say that like, cooperation in that way is beneficial at all because like for a lot of companies right now it is self-preservation like trying to stay afloat like with like drastically lower revenue for most places so yeah even these streaming services that are not having the same amount of content that they normally would you know if they give up more of that content to another party (laughs) they're just shooting themselves in the foot right but, I mean, that's exactly. what we do on a daily occurrence. So, I mean, does it really change much? Uh, I don't know. Sketch, what I'm really saying is just get Konosuba and it'll make it all go away. I mean, I think the world needs Konosuba right now. You just want to see the uh, Succubus if... episode. I know you, Sketch. The entire block will just be Konosuba. It's not even my favorite episode. Yes, it is. It was my favorite episode. Oh, the truth comes out. Sketch is not a true Konosuba fan, I see. What? Oh, he's a true fan. I mean, the the OVA of when Kazuma has the choker is pretty dang good. That is is really funny, yeah. 
Have you had your kinks today? <laughs> yeah. Right? I know. For sure. Poor Wiz. Like, what if you the shades of gray? Uh, yeah. I think what made that episode funny too is Aqua thinking like, "What is he gonna have me do?" He's like, "Hey, get me some tea." God damn yeah. it! He's <laughs> like, "What? You don't want me to do anything more?" No. This tea is lukewarm. <laughs> Make it again. <laughs> when in doubt, fully Aqua. I love uh, Aqua. Yes. I love her. She's she is a precious goddess. Mm-hmm. For sure. But yeah, we're kind of at a loss of what's going to happen. I don't think even the the soldiered veterans like Sketch and Darrell really know what to expect now. <laughs> at this point, man, even Claire Williams couldn't help me, man. <laughs> like, it's, it's first of all, anyone's guess whether or not they're actually going to do a marathon on the 4th. Probably, but I mean, they didn't actually do one last year. They didn't. I completely forgot about that, <laughs> but yeah. If there was they ever got so a time, many other shows ending. Uh, I hesitate to say this, and I really don't want to admit the possibility, but they could do worse than just rerunning my hero at the top. Oh, oh! Do you hear that sketch? Do you hear that? They're screaming. <laughs> They're literally. The call, 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 call the uh, executive TV producer, armchair quarterbacks. They're crying. Yeah, I know. I mean, all the people who are being fairly pessimistic already assume that's the case. They're like, well, the reason why they haven't announced anything is because they don't have anything. Which is probably true. It's possible. I mean, yes, my hero's about to end, but Paranoia Agent's about to end. Uh, we don't know when JoJo's coming back. Um, there has been some development finally for Black Clover. They seem to be dubbing that again, so that could continue at least for a little while longer. Because <laughs> they were getting real close to running out episodes. I know. Real close. And I need more Black Clover. You have no idea. I love that show. I love it. And Nero. Yes. Nero's freaking adorable. I know. And then, of course, we can all certainly hope that Mob is leading up to the second season. Yeah, yeah. The whole G- video release is finally coming out, so maybe, maybe. Yeah, sketch. GG, go next. That ain't coming for another five years. Naruto Shippuden <laughs> will be over when Mob Psycho Season 2 will come in. Ah, uh, come on now. Boruto might actually end. Boruto might come back. <laughs> I think Jason's kind of made it clear that that's not happening. No, I know. Although... Boy, talk about something you could probably use right about now, huh? I don't think they can afford bringing back Boruto right now. <laughs> From true. a money perspective. True, true. Uh, yeah. Chippadins finally reached 300 episodes. Yeah. yeah. So wait, maybe when worse comes to worse, when they have nothing new, we'll just be the Shippadin now, or, or Shippadin block. It only took six years. Only 200 left. <laughs> yep. Hey, that means we're more than halfway done, guys. Yeah. <laughs> also, somebody asked, why don't you just double up, ship it in? And Jason's like, well, that's something we could do. But, no. Sketch is like, do we really want it? At what cost? At what cost? I mean, I don't care. Oh. <laughs> it's only 2 a.m. You're you just... double up, ship it in for a while to buy time, that's fine with me. At a time when but... we need it most, we need long runners like Boruto. Like One Piece, like Fairy Tale, we need them. We need them now more than ever. Yeah, 
So the other thing is we can certainly hope that they they're working on getting food wars back sooner than later. That that would be good. That could fill a slot for a while if they get season three. Uh, sketch that's coming in after two years after Mob season two airs. Come on now. Uh, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. A year and a half after. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm gonna lowball my expectations that they do intend to replace Paranoia Agent with something fresh and they do intend to replace Mob Season 1 with something fresh, whatever it may be. Dude, to be honest with you, I could go for another run in Dr. Stone. Ooh. See, I'd be down I mean, for that. I mean, I, I actually enjoy a rerun of Dr. Stone. I enjoy it. And I they, don't know. Honestly, I don't know why they haven't rerun One Punch Man Season 2 yet. That's also Dude, a good question, yeah. They yeah. reran the first season several times well maybe it also goes to show about the quality of the second season i said it i said it. i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry he said it he said it i did it's true though we will so discuss true. that at another time at, at greater length <laughs> with v lord <laughs> in the corner really talked about that yeah v lord will be in the corner just in the fetal position be like no it could have been wonderful it could have been great why yeah i don't know man because we just can't have nice things. Yeah. For some reason, I had low expectations for season two. I don't know why. Because it did. took forever to be released. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't and know. And there are some things that are theoretically or definitely on the horizon. Definitely on the horizon. They are going to be airing the rest of that season of Sword Art in japan in july starting july 11th it's 11 episodes Mm -hmm. Uh, los angeles has been surprisingly active on the dubbing front despite things yeah so i don't really expect it to be on toonami until fall but that's something (laughs) it's something to look forward to and uh there's been no indication that Uzumaki definitely won't air this year. So I know. Considering they're like, hey, it's going to come out 2020. It's like, I want to get the John Cena meme. Are you sure about that? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and that's not to like... I mean, they have barely the... shown us anything. And that's not <laughs> to like... Us some uh, nice storyboards, those which did... are basically just manga panels. But they're really nice. But no, that isn't to like put shame or like put them on blast. It's just... I know how, like, sometimes these things don't always go... Like, I'll put it this way. When Toonami Faithful's like, hey, we're going to post something by 9 o'clock. It's 10.15. Hey, weren't we supposed to post something? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. It's like the, it's, it's like the same thing, you know? <laughs> it's like all this stuff going on around the world, and Jason's like, no, we're, we're doing all right. It's like, okay, if you say so. Again, John Cena meme, insert here. Are you sure about that? Maybe we just need to Rick Roll some people, man. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, I'm always down for a good Rick Roll. Yes. I mean, like, seriously, man, people don't understand. A good Rick Rowling would get people straight. Mm-hmm. Also <laughs> returning, and I'm surprised that this actually didn't get delayed, the uh, the next season of Fire Force is supposed to start on July 3rd in Japan. Yeah. Or, yes. Darrell, Who knows you... how fast Funimation will dub it? Yeah. Darrell, you liked Fire Force. I never got your to hear you, like, say much about it. Oh, dude, I, I just really enjoyed it. It's like, oh. I really couldn't explain, I couldn't explain the words, man, but um, <sighs> the captain who wasn't, didn't have any freaking um, powers Obi. at all, man. Obi, yeah. Oh, yeah, Obi. 
That is one tough dude, man. I mean, like, literally just going head-to-head with, you know, fire users from, you know, second-gen and third-gens and just actually going toe-to-toe with him, man. I love that dude. But, you know, I can't lie, man. Um, Big boob girl that constantly fall out of clothes. She reminds me. I'll, right now, I'm kind of like in a lost fair thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit discombobulated with everything that's going on. So forgive me if I can't remember names, but it was Tamaki, right? I think so. But she I just... has so much potential to be like a great character, and then they just cheapened her out, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's why you I should mean... you should stand Maki. Thankfully, yeah. they toned down that gig that gag a bit, but. Yeah, I was like, please turn it down. I mean, like, I like fan service, boobs, ass, and titties too, but dude, tone it down some. Hell, I'm not like a complete perv or DJ, man. <laughs> I like my shit classy. <laughs> like a coming got killed classy, man. I asked them to take the pantaloons off. I don't force it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. I mean, Goodness. You, have, you have to. Or uh, or like how Brooke would say in One Piece, Pansu. <laughs> he starts. You show me your pansu. I, I love hearing it in Japanese because he says the panties part first, and you're just like, oh, you know it's coming. But the greatest thing, one of the greatest lines, because it's a running um, joke within like a group of mine, is to ask my ass though. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But um, wait a minute. What was the town, man? Um, Benny. Uh. Benny's town, man. Dude, when he said everybody just started fist fighting, I was yeah. like, that is the company that I want to belong to right there. <laughs> that is my group. They drink and they fight. Everybody beat the tar out of each other. We'll sort it out later. Yeah. Exactly. Dude, I was like, you know what? That's the kind of captain I want right there. Nice. I think that's the kind of captain I was, man. <laughs> like, look here. Where the PT test is gonna end, you just report on over to the um to the pavilion because we're grilling and uh yeah there will be beer. And this was like at nine o'clock in the morning, man. After a dang PT test, everybody's drinking. It was okay through the section chief people. It's okay. I just I just need I just need answers, Tsunami. That's all I need. Just give us a breadcrumb, something. Please. Yeah. Well, I mean, for all we know, they'll announce something immediately after we record this. Not only that, <laughs> I'm expecting it to be on Friday as I'm doing camera work, where I'm like, well, shit, I can't do anything. This is literally my busiest day. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that always the way? Yeah. Yeah. I blame V Lord. <laughs> Don't worry about it. B-Lore is going to get a spanking after the podcast anyway. Ooh, I'm down. Yeah. Doesn't that always happen, though? <laughs> like, my ass is already pretty red. That is true. It's okay. We're just going to turn it blue and purple. Oh. Ooh, I like blue and purple. Insane. <laughs> you ain't going to like how it feels, though. <laughs> Maybe I enjoy the paid sketch. <gasps> yeah, sketch. Um, Don't kink shame here. No, we do not kink shame here because I know how much V Lord loves his Fifty Shades of Great um, sessions with me. I remember when Darrell used to look at me like that, V Lord, you lucky bastard. I still look at you. That <laughs> <way>. <laughs> yes, yes, the only thing that's, to look forward to. <laughs> that sweet, tight, tight ass man. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've even been working out more too, so it's gotten better. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Don't tip me with a good time. It's the dandy. It's the dandy way, man. The booty. Uh, the booty. <laughs> Dandy, we can play Fox. Dandy again. Let's oh, play yeah. Dandy uh, again. I would be okay with Dandy again too, man, because I want to see that crossover, man. Especially emo Dandy. Oh my God, <laughs> emo Dandy with paranoia agent, please. <laughs> and then I can't, I can't lie though. I did enjoy the um, library episode of um, Space Dandy too, just because I was a librarian for ten years. That had me rolling. <laughs> So and as, I think I probably said every inconceivable mean ass thing about the library that I could that night. <laughs> so as you can see, uh-huh. we're officially off the rails and we're just throwing shit at fans hoping something sticks. Oh, it's going all stick because of shit. Yeah. Yeah. But it just hits the fans sometimes and you know, for this podcast, I think it's kind of good that it's kind of laid back and a little bit lackadaisical <laughs> just for the simple fact we really do need a break from the world right now because yeah. when you turn on the TV, you're not seeing anything good. At least you have a choice of turning it off, Durrell. Exactly. <laughs> oh. oh, haven't you heard? Having a choice to turn it off is a privilege. Oh, God. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's just been that bad. But I will say, for those who are listening, feel free to tell us what you think will replace My Hero Academia. That's the biggest question. And two-parter, two-parter. There's, there's, you got to read the question fully. There's two parts of the question. Do they have a marathon on 4th of July? I think that's the most pressing thing that we genuinely, it's up in the air. We have no freaking clue. Well, don't bother writing in because uh, by the time this podcast was fully edited, we did find out what they were going to do on the 4th of July and, well, maybe what they plan on doing with uh, replacing My Hero Academia. So, first of all, on 4th of July weekend, that Saturday, they will be airing episodes 60 to 67 of Dragon Ball Super. That's the uh, Future Trunks arc. Zamasu fights, I believe. And then the following Saturday, Toonami will fully welcome back Dragon Ball Super to kick off the block at midnight with a rerun of the Universal Survival Saga. We don't know what episodes those entail, how long it will be around, but uh, needless to say, uh, we didn't guess any of those things as far as I recall from the podcast. And uh, we'll certainly talk about them at a later date. But for now, that's what we know. No other schedule updates as of yet. But something on the horizon is a online Adult Swim convention that will be happening at the end of July. And on the 25th of July, that's the Saturday of that weekend, there will be a tsunami panel where we'll get some information about Uzumaki and Blade Runner, Black Lotus, as well as some other show announcements. Plural show announcements. But even before that, on the 4th of July, there will be a production IG industry panel hosted by Maki Terashima Fruta, where Jason DeMarco will be present and they will discuss Uzumaki and potentially other things. So there's definitely exciting stuff on the horizon, and we will do our best to report on these things as more information becomes available. So with that, I return you to this somewhat dated conversation, but we sure had a good time doing it, so we hope you enjoyed listening.
And also be sure to stick around after the podcast for an exclusive interview with actor Darrell J. Delphin. And with that, back to the rest of the podcast. For all we know, we're going to have, you know, just Shia LaBeouf saying, just do it for the whole block. I have no freaking <laughs> idea. I don't know. You know, I maybe it would be interesting if Toonami's like, hey, we really don't know what to do for Fourth of July, so why don't we just play Toonami bumps? You know, like music videos and like speeches and all that stuff. Like just play that for a night. That'd be interesting actually. That'd be really interesting. But it's just you know, Jason and you... special edition the sequel. Ooh. Well, all I can say is Jason, if you're hearing this man, I'm I'm just asking for the quest, man. Red line on my birthday, please, at some <laughs> point, man. He I'm liked just it, didn't ask he? Every year. Didn't he like that too? I think he did like yeah. Redline. He liked Redline, yeah. Who doesn't like Redline? I haven't That's seen it yet. Question: People with no soul. I haven't it's seen on, it yet. If you have the Tubi streaming service, man, you can download Tubi and watch it, man. It's on there. Okay. Blu-ray is also like dirt cheap at this point. Yeah, it really yeah, is. Like nine bucks or less. Yeah, yeah, I think I got Michelle to sign my copy too. Is it a movie or a show? Yeah, it's a movie. It's a movie. Why don't? Yeah, why doesn't Toonami do movies? Oh, wait, no, too expensive. Hella, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't know if they're ever talking to Manga Entertainment, well, Anchor Bay, actually, <laughs> about. Don't talk to those Anchor Bay. Like, uh, some of the other movies that they have. Toonami, I'm going to sell you this right now. You do not want what Anchor Bay has. No, stay away. Stay <laughs> the F away. Wait a minute, did you say Anchor Bay? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm going out and doing Nobody that. buy that Ghost in the Shell set. Do not buy it. Do not. We are not. It takes, Jose, it takes Jose to tell you about that. It's garbage. We are not uh, sponsored by them, and even if we were, we wouldn't take their money. Just go find the DVD set from Bandai. Also, that show's streaming like everywhere. And on Adult Swim. <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, free on adultswim.com. My favorite price, free ninety nine. Yeah, that is nice. Hey, yeah. you know, I wish AdultSwim.com would offer the ability to log in with things like Sling and YouTube TV, but they do not. Oh and I'm man! Annoyed by it. Job I'm especially annoyed with artists. Sling because Sling is owned by AT and T now. The corporate synergy. We're right back where we started. Yep. CV Lord, there is no hope. See, we yeah. need to rename this podcast. Um, what the hell Tsunami's going to do with corporate synergy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's almost <laughs> like a. Synergy keeps coming up. It's almost like a, a Seinfeld joke. Corporate synergy. Ever heard yeah. of that? I've never. I never understood how two companies would ever combine to make one. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And that's a You're poor right. Jerry Seinfeld rendition, but that's pretty much his bit. You guys yeah. seen his new stand-up? It's pretty good. Hmm. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. It's on Netflix? Yeah, Netflix. Uh, yeah, what you got free that I can bum off of, V-Lord? Manga? Uh, I have, like, everything. <laughs> he has manga. <laughs> well, I'm talking about apps, man. What streaming services, sir? Basically everything. <laughs> okay, so do you have CBS, bro? No, I don't have CBS. CBS is a waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell Paul that. Don't yeah. don't worry, V Lord, or don't worry, uh, Darrell. V Lord owns CBS. I know he does. <laughs> he just doesn't want to tell us. So can I get a job at CBS, V Lord? 
I'll uh, make a few calls. Put put him at master control so he can make people see nothing but like a black screen. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to give you that kind of power. Why Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Why do you I don't have the password to the Toonami um news um Twitter account? <laughs> <laughs> one of these uh, one many of, reasons. <laughs> there's gonna be one time where we're gonna say fuck it and we're gonna have Darrell just do like the lovely ladies of Toonami on that account. <laughs> but Darrell, when I heard about what Master Control can do and, and where I work, I'm like, oh, you do not want me in here. I would fuck with so many people. <laughs> you do not want me on Master Control, dude, because I know what I'm going to do. And I am not ashamed of it at all. You're putting hentai on the air, damn it. Hentai and hand trick. Yes! Factoid, Maguzi was replaced by a block called Master Control on Cartoon Network. Yeah, because Master you know... Control sounds all close to masturbation. You know, Sketch, that would have been awesome to know if someone written about it. Shh, <laughs> baby. <laughs> uh, I'm making an angry face. <laughs> hey, don't be mad at me. The people that worked on Maguzi didn't even realize it was the 60s. <laughs> oh, man. Remember the Maguzi Faithful podcast? We never did. That's the point. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh man, I swear. I swear I haven't been drinking, but it feels like we're punch drunk. Uh, dude, I actually have been drinking today. Moonshine puts you in the right kind of mood. Good on you. Velor doesn't drink because he's a good boy. Yeah, don't worry about yeah, it. He's with me. I haven't drank in a few months, actually. That I like to hear that. I don't remember the last time I had alcohol. I have been, what is it now? It's been a year and, let's see, what month is it? June? It's been a year, and what's it? June, July, August, September, October. So a year and seven months. I'm very pleased. Nice. Yep. Now I can spend my money on my gotcha games instead. Smile. Honestly, that's (laughs) the real thing for me. Like, it's kind of just a waste of money. (laughs) (laughs) True. So, Sketch, I, I feel like we've kind of gotten the listeners to kind of get a feel for this podcast. It went to shit. Like everything else in the world. <laughs> it's okay. The thing is, we had fun. We did. We talk, We actually did talk about some Toonami-related stuff. And the thing is, like I said, at this point, we just need a little bit of levity, man. Yeah. Everything is just too serious. And, and we talked about La Blue Girl, which just keeps the streak alive when Darrell's on a podcast. Yep, next time Paul comes on, you know what'll be said. A lot of F-bombs. A lot of F-bombs, and of course, the day, the fateful day that the crane joke was made. <gasps> the crane! I forgot about the crane. It's been so long. Oh, uh, I didn't forget about the crane. <laughs> Sketch, uh, you probably had to operate it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's like, we don't talk about that. That's for the Patreon subscribers only. Come on, CJ. Uh, boy <laughs> the crane jokes were just amazing and you have to thank michelle for all the time that she's been on the podcast because when she comes on it doesn't go off topic but we just start misbehaving and i'm not the one that initiates it sketch <laughs> we need to we need to get michelle then again it's been a while it has and we've never talked to her about lupon yeah, I'm slamming my Switch games in protest. This must be fixed. 
Indeed. <laughs> oh, man. Some of those episodes in uh, Lupin Part 5 with Fujiko. Dang! <laughs> the Lord control yourself. Well, I know I how much you cakes, love her. Man. Dang, son. Actually, I was just recently <laughs> watching a, a woman called Fujiko Mine anime. Very good. Very good. It's a very interesting show. If only we could air it on Tsunami. There is no way that could ever be aired on Tsunami. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're not going to get that one right there, man. <clears throat> Too much blurring. <laughs> It'd be the hot springs of Outlaw Star for every episode. Bruh, that hot spring. So, dude, if I could have gotten that lava with Aisha Clan Clan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I love Aisha. And Me that, too. That was Bay. Me too. She was funny. I mean, she was hot before B Stars was a thing, man. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. V Lord added to the list. I haven't seen that either. And it's just furry porn from all I've seen. No, I haven't. Not really, but. Yeah, B Stars is like amazing. It really, oh. but it's, it's everything that Zootopia wasn't, man. With, with sex. Mm hmm. Yes. There's mm -hmm. a lot of sex. So yeah, add it to the list, V-Lord. That's, that's to the list. Okay. Yeah. I'm not complaining. I mean, you should watch it either way, but... But I want to see my reaction, because honestly, I've only seen clips of it, and I'm like, this is literally porn. What is going on? Wait, so have you only seen the sex? Well, that's all that people care about on Twitter. No, no that's what Twitter's they care horny. about. Twitter, Twitter <laughs> is pretty horny. I mean, I enjoyed it overall for the overall story, though. And the thing is, people don't know, it just gets even more fucked up. But yeah, I haven't, Isn't I haven't right? seen Isn't it. Isn't that right, D-Lord? Yeah, it, it gets. Uh, but no, Especially I that, have um, yet to. <laughs> Why does Darrell sound evil, Sketch? Yeah. I know, man. I need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I am an adult. Come here, boy, and bend over. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. And I can just imagine V-Lord's like, well, I know he's not here, but I might as well do what he says anyway. <laughs> it's called respect. Yes, it is. I mean, Jarrell always knows. He's always watching. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, Sketch, do you feel like this is the appropriate time to end and say our goodbyes? Yeah, probably. Okay. Goodbye. No, it's, we have uh. house cleaning. We have house cleaning. <laughs> yeah, we have the usual house cleaning. This is our corporate synergy. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. You can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. You can follow us on facebook.com backslash tsunamifaithfulpodcast. And on Twitter at tsunamipodcast. You can also go to at tsunaminews for the latest news, views, and reviews. And that's also available on tsunamifaithful.com. You can listen to the podcast on just about everything, including iTunes, Google Music, Spotify, radio.com, I believe, like, all, all the apps, Stitcher, um, all of them. We might and, still be on Zoom as a religious um, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> also potentially on Zoom, the ability to buy Megas XLR. <laughs> Do it. It's 
good show. And uh, also, you can uh, subscribe to the Toonami Faithful Pass. It's uh, patreon.com backslash Toonami Faithful. So uh, you can uh, subscribe to that. We have various tiers, and you can help us out. We would certainly appreciate it. Or just, you know, tell your friends, listen to the podcast. As I always say, tell your rich friends. <laughs> uh, yeah. You can insert the laugh track at that part. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of times with shows where they put in the laugh track, it's not even a joke. <laughs> they just start playing a, like... If you really look at, I'm sorry. If you look at an episode of The Big Bang Theory, which somebody sucks, walks in, somebody walks into the frame, and they're like dressed in a certain way, or you know, whatever. And there's a laugh track. It's like it's not even a joke. <laughs> Why are we laughing? Why are you laughing? No one's actually laughing. Uh, whatever, Mr. Durrell. Tell them where they can find you. Well, you can always find me at ukami underscore samurai seven at twitter.com. And that's pretty much these days because, well, let's just face it. I haven't had that much of a Twitter present these days, but also you can follow me at, um, you know, see underscore rojo adonasi at twitter.com. That's the more, I would say, tame account because it's for my fraternity, but. Biggest thing is, that's it, people. And you can probably find me at a local bar sometime soon. Beating some ass. Mm, basically. Beating it. Got to, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, V-Lord, tell them where they can find you. Yeah, people can find me on Twitter at VLordGTZ. Um, and yeah, I usually just tweet about whatever I'm up to on there, which is usually reading manga and not sleeping. And not doing assignments for me. Yeah, that too. God damn it, Fiegel. <laughs> but I'm playing Paul Balls. But when I am writing stuff, you can find my writing over at all-comic.com. That's mainly where most of my manga and light novel reviews are. And then I also write for the Tommy Faithful website itself, TommyFaithful.com. So check out my writing when I finally get to CJ over on there. <laughs> and he, V-Lord also does a podcast for us. Yes, that's right. I host the Demon Slayer podcast where we talk about anything and everything Demon Slayer. And you can follow that on Twitter at the Slayer podcast. And the podcast itself is streaming on basically every podcast platform, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're there. So go check us out. We do some pretty cool stuff. I was on an episode or two there. It's fun. Yeah, I think I was on one too. Hell yeah. Feeler getting all the too. getting all the goodies. That's right. Sketch was first and I was like, what about me? And Vlord's like, oh CJ, you don't have to be Sundere to come in. We'll let you in. It was nice. Yeah, it was nice that they actually allowed me to be on and be myself, man. Yeah. And the best part. The best part, I got roped in to do an interview that I had no idea I was doing. <laughs> That's because you just did such a great job. CJ. I do. It's the only I mean, thing. It, it was an amazing interview, so. It's the only thing I can do. The only thing. The only thing. Yeah, but CJ, tell them where they can find you. 
on switch pretty much no uh you can find me on twitter uh cj maffris uh i'm not as active as i was i am trying to kind of get back into a little bit of like normal tweets as well as uh continue to promote useful and important information involving black lives matter and honestly you'll probably find me more in my gotcha games like girls frontline azure lane arc knights as well as switch with uh with Pokemon since the new expansion came out. So, and I'm going to try to get a capture card so I can uh, start streaming that stuff for you guys on Twitch, which would be at CJ uh, Maffris as well. Uh, I want to do that to be able to kind of, you know, give back to some friends and stuff like that. Cause I know V Lord would probably find it hilarious watching me like either do Pokemon or animal crossing. I think it'd be really funny. And, and I think I can say this here. Uh, I'm going to be doing a video project. I'm going to be doing, hopefully, a uh, episodic kind of video project where I watch anime that, let's just say, isn't necessarily my cup of tea. And we're going to get my reactions to it because V-Lord and Alien think it'll be so precious seeing a very innocent, vanilla-type uh, person such as myself seeing very uh, explicit and raunchy anime. And I think it was an absolutely hilarious idea. And our first episode is going to be about domestic girlfriend. And so I'm very excited how that project goes. Plus it gives me an excuse to hang out with my buddies. Cause it's not just V Lord and alien. It'll be with my buddy AK. And I think alpha is going to make an appearance in it too. So, uh, should be, it should be a lot of fun. I can't wait to get those out and awesome. sketch. You need to corrupt CJ. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, it's funny. It's, it's going to be very, I, I'm hoping that I get some interesting reactions. Like, I ha- oh god I'm trying to think of like the weirdest plot twist that made me go like ew and I think that was Testament Sister New Devil when a sketch was joking about the armpit scenes and I'm just like oh yeah that's a gonna be a hard pass now <laughs> okay so I'm hoping to get kind of reactions like that uh kind of stuff so it should be funny and I'm so, pretty I'm pretty sure the Blue Girl and Bible Black will probably be added to the list at some point. <laughs> Well, you could always go Arrow Hearts, whatever name it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hopefully uh, the project turns out, you know, as fun as I'm hoping it'd be. But Sketch, Sketch, the all-important Big Daddy Sketch. Where on earth can they find you? I'm spending all my uh, free time playing Animal Crossing, probably. <laughs> and editing podcasts. Why haven't I visited your island? I don't know. Why haven't you? Thank you. We, we don't tend to be on at the same time, is the problem. You damn West Coasters. <laughs> West yeah, Coasters? So. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can uh, find me in my never-ending amount of opinions on uh, Twitter, at Sketch1984. And that's pretty much it. What about your but, curious yeah. cat? Uh <laughs> I haven't even looked at that thing in ages. <laughs> I remember when I sent you a question incognito. It was very fun. Yeah, but I could tell it was you. I know, but that's what made it half the fun. Yeah. I forget yeah, what I alias I use. Like, hey, this is CJ. I mean, it's not CJ, it's a uh, anime coon or something. I I said something, <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. And you know what's actually the funniest thing about Sketch's Curious Cat at one point? People were going to him to shit talk about me. I don't get that. Why would you go to him? That makes no sense. But Because eh. I had a platform where people could complain? I, I guess, but it's just it's just kind of funny where it's just like, you do realize that A, Sketch would say, be like, oh, hey, 
you seem to have some fans, or B, I would just happen to see it in general because we're following each other. Uh, yep. I never understood that. Never quite understood that one. Of course, the response was always, as Saitama would say, here's somebody that has a lot of free time. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike all of us on the podcast. Yeah, 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 I know. I don't even know what free time is anymore, dude. No. I've been working crazy hours the past couple of months, but that's going to slow down a bit. Guys, guys, so what's what we're saying is please support us on our Patreon. We're very tired. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need money. <laughs> that's the one thing I don't need. Sketch, sketch. It's not money for you. It's money for us. It's communism here. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Right. Yes. Of course. Uh, I'm going. Uh, I'm going to hell. I. I just. I see it very clearly. Even though Jews don't believe in hell, I'm still going. <laughs> don't worry about. It. I might be there next to you, dude. Okay. Just bring booze. I think we're all just gonna be there at this point. <laughs> hey, if my if my anime waifus are there, I, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I love y'all so much, man. I love y'all too. Haven't you heard I mean, all waifus go to heaven? Don't do this to me, no. Except Aqua. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, can we like cut that specifically, like this joke, and send it to Faye? <laughs> just, just as a joke. Be like, hey, Faye, we love Konosuba. We want it on the on the tsunami. But here's how we really feel about Aqua. <laughs> Aqua is best. Such a troll. We got to interview her for at least one time, too. That's on the list. V-Lord, add it to the list. You know, we sure got a big list going, man. Yep. As well, big as, as mean, The list is as big as the crane, Darrell. Haven't we told you this? It's nice well, and Wonderful. <laughs> That's yeah. what she said. Hey. The thing about the anime industry is it's ever-expanding. Ooh. Are constantly Ooh. meeting and being introduced to new people. So Hell it's neat. Yeah. It's, a, it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful time to be an anime fan, despite everything. So enjoy it. Yep. There's so many ways to watch anime. Yep. And you if you can't just rely on Toonami for your anime fix if three hours of anime a week isn't enough. And if that doesn't work, you could come by my house. I literally have a personal library that's bigger than Funimation, High Dive, Crunchyroll, and whatever the hell Aniplex does their things on. It's it's massive. <laughs> I'm just gonna need for Aniplex to go ahead and get on that irregular um, at Magic High School Season 2, man. It's coming. Yeah. I found out, and I need that in my life now. Hey, with their partnership with Funimation, dub. Dub, please. Seasons oh. 1 and 2, please. Dub. And affordable Blu-ray. Well, I don't care so much about that. I'll I'll buy Aniplex stuff anyway, but dub. Dude, look at you got answer rewards, man, which I am so jealous of. Who, me? Yes, you. Yes, me. <laughs> then I we mean, can watch dude, that. Come over and we can watch that. I am the poor's man. Apparently Funimation's upload of Samurai Flamenco is the Blu-ray Masters. Boo! I hate Samurai Flamenco. That that show needs more love. I love how we just have <laughs> I hate that love. show. Oh, it needs more love. I'm so conflicted. That's a good show. That's the there's only one thing I know about that show, and it's the weirdest thing. And I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna say it. Oh, okay, sure. Well, it is a pretty weird show that gets increasingly weirder. Yeah. Oh god. Like it starts out as twist. anime kick ass and then it just goes crazy. Down 
Just nuts. Full Toku and then full Sentai and then I don't even know. <laughs> uh, that sounds that sounds like my dating experience. Does it? No, but I thought it yeah. was a clever joke, but no one laughed, so I guess not. Ouch. It's okay. Ouch. <laughs> it's okay. I cry when I go to bed. It's okay, man. We it's all completely cry. natural. Oh, right, really? I thought I was alone. Dude, it's, it's just there. Who the hell dogs barking? I have no idea. That's a neighbor. Who? They bark at everything. Oh, that's all good. I just wanted to know who had the Sketch. dog that was crying. Sketch, give the doggo love. Yes. Embrace the doggo. <laughs> exactly. Probably bite me if I got my hand near them. Aww. <laughs> well, guys, this was a wonderful podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed listening to our ramblings, bad jokes, and I guess raunchy anime suggestions <laughs> more more than more Apparently than anything. dogs yapping next door. Well, thank you for listening to our <laughs> ramblings and. Uh, Please continue listening to our podcast, share it with your friends and all of that. And until next time, thank you for listening, and we are punching out. Deuces! And Black Lives Matter. You're listening to a Tanami Faithful Podcast exclusive interview. What's up, Toonami faithful? My name is Daniel Mahoko, also known as Anime Savior, and today I'm hanging out with Daryl J. Dolphin. Uh, What's up, guys? How are you? <laughs> so, how's your experience at the Comic-Con been so far? Uh, it's been pretty good. I've just been walking around outside the convention center. I didn't get a badge this year. Um, I mainly wanted to check out the Gundam Fortith Beyond uh, booths that have been scattered around here. But the lines are so long. <laughs> Uh, and I'm just wandering around enjoying everything outside the con. It's, it's been fun. Yeah, there's plenty of good stuff to see outside, even if you don't get a badge. So, <laughs> if you're not one of the lucky 130K oh, that, that gets it, there's, there's still plenty of stuff for the, probably the, I don't know, a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people didn't get show up. Yeah. So. So uh, first of all, tell us about yourself. Uh, I know I know you played some uh, minor characters in yes. a couple of Toonami shows, and um, yeah, for, for specific like Toonami stuff, um, I'm in Sorter Online. Uh, was Kill a Kill on Toonami? Yeah, Kill a Kill. Yes, that's right. Uh, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, Iron Blood Orphans, uh, Mob Psycho 100, uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, those are specifics, but then I'm also in Cells at Work, Record of Grand Crest War, uh, Beyblade Burst Turbo. Uh, hmm, I'm blanking. If you're if you live in Southeast Asia, I'm in the Dragon Ball Super dub over there. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then if you play video games, I'm the one of the lead characters, Legatus Landor in Fallen Legion. Uh, I'm General Geshtar in Secret of Mana for uh, the 2017 version, and uh, Krillin in this online project called a um, DBZ Tribute. Yeah. Well, we, we mostly know you for voicing basically additional voices in background characters. Yes. But uh, of course, uh, uh, there's, there's well, it's not really necessarily 
interesting to voice nobody they're still pretty much an important to them mainly because uh, no yeah uh, th that's the does, thing is like <laughs> there's a lot of characters uh scattered throughout the series that like you know have these untold uh stories uh because you know everyone's so focused on uh kirito and asana or uh um mikazuki and orga you know all, all the people um but so when we're all in the Walla uh, booth, for anyone that doesn't know, Walla is, you know, that's all the additional voices. We all gather in the booth and we're all just playing off each other. And we're always creating our own characters. Um, I think in Mob Psycho 100, I'm in one of the episodes where uh, they're in one of the back alleys. And uh, I think this is when the white tea, when they call Mob white tea poison. I don't re quite recall. Uh, yeah, I think it was me. Yeah, but I'm one of those many like uh, gang members in there, yeah. and it, it was a lot of fun because we're all like creating our own personas for uh, all these characters. Yeah. It's like, huh, that guy I'm picking out in the the background. He's maybe uh, you know he's a bit taller. He looks uh, he's muscular, so he you know he works out. And then uh, maybe you know he had some like weird. Uh, speech impediment or something like that you know and it's one of those things that yeah everyone's paying attention to main characters but if you like look past them and like see all the characters in the background it's yeah. like they all have their own unique characters it's great <laughs> yeah. um, for example uh, Sorta Online well, uh, that was the first anime I ever worked on um, in episode two when they're rushing the the boss of the level yep. uh, Alex Von David uh, looked at us all in the wall of group and he was like all right I want you all to just shout gamer nonsense. And we're like, excuse me? <laughs> so a bunch of us are just shouting like, I was shouting, uh, do you even lift, bro? Come at me! Uh, someone behind me was shouting, Leroy Jenkins! It was great. Um, yeah, I think that was in the blooper. Yeah. Yeah, was that really? I think I, so. I missed that entirely at the the Anaplex panel they had that year. Yeah. I really wanted to see it because we had so many bloopers just from SAO yeah. that I was like, oh, this is great. I love this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, everyone has their own character in the background and it's just, it's really interesting to voice and you get to be more creative that way, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they just, you just don't really care what you guys do. It's like, you no. just do whatever. <laughs> it's do whatever. Uh, there's a scene in the Southeast Asia uh, dub of Dragon Ball Super. I believe it's episode one. I, I, I haven't watched Super myself. So it, there's this scene. Uh, it looks like Hawaii almost. Like there's this uh. luau scene. Um, and there is a bunch of people with uh, the, the fire sticks. The, the name uh. escapes me of the actual term. Uh, but. I have another uh, voice actor friend, his name's Aiden Rudd. And uh, they were like, okay guys, just have a party. Uh, there's like 10 of you in this room and you need to sound like 600. And we're like, got it. Yeah. <laughs> and so we did maybe like five different takes of that. And each take, me and Aiden progressively got more and more drunk. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it, it starts off like, um, Oh man, this is so much fun! Oh, I love this party! Oh, is that... You know, we're just kind of like uh -huh. improving. And then as the scenes kept going, he's like, Hey man, let me get on your back! <laughs> the, whoa, that girl's so hot! Is that my si oh, I don't care! <laughs> and it's one of those things that you can't... <laughs> you can't hear unless you really listen yeah. for it. And it's, you know, the creativity is uh, sky's limit. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty funny. So, tell us about how... Your voice acting background. So, how did you get here today? Oh man, an accident. 
it, it, it's an accident, honestly. Um, I moved from Connecticut in 2009, uh, originally for art school because I wanted yeah. to be an animator. And um, I like drawing, but then I realized it wasn't for me. And somewhere, uh, 2012, Anime Expo, they used to have these things called the open auditions. And basically, you know, they give you a script, you stand on stage, you shout the lines, and it's fun, you know? And, and if you win, you get a chance to be called in for the studio. Bangzoom doesn't do it at Anime Expo anymore. I think they do it at Anime Central now? I could be wrong. Uh, but anyway, I, I went on stage and I shouted the lines. I've never done the thing before. I, I've never even thought of voice acting as like a, oh, that's a thing I can do. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, I remember getting off the stage, but I was so nervous, I was shaking. And uh, for anyone who knows Tony Oliver, uh, Rick Hunter in Robotech, uh, Lupin Third, or Lupin yeah. Third, I apologize, uh, one of the original producers of Power Rangers, he stopped me. And I asked him about this, and he doesn't remember this at all. <laughs> Not at all. And he's like, you know, you're really good at this. Have you ever considered, have you done this before? And I was like, no. <laughs> what? So, you know, he gave me a card and on my 21st birthday that year, I uh, ended up going to Anime Expo and uh, going to taking a class with him. And then I took the class, it was fun. Uh, and then I think it was like a week later, I was called in for Sword Art Online. And then it just kind of kept steam rolling from there. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> that's that, pretty interesting. That, that's okay. uh, I didn't know voice acting was a thing I could do. Like growing up, uh, it, it's gonna sound really sad, and I apologize. But I, I didn't have a lot of friends I could really hang out with. Um, everyone that I could hang out with was at school, and then when I got home, it was just me and and my cousins, and uh, you know, I was an only child. Yeah. So, and for anyone that doesn't know me, I love Power Rangers. Power Rangers is my thing, uh, and so. When I was playing by myself, I was all the Power Rangers. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was the boys. I was the girls. I was the monster. I was the Megazord. <laughs> and so a lot of that, I feel like, really contributed to the the whole voice acting thing because, you know, you gotta play a bunch of different characters. So, yeah. <laughs> everyone has their own little road, their journey, and, and it's always fun to hear yeah. what everyone else, everyone's origin story, their episode one. Yeah. There's yeah. There's no. Uh... Some people say, yeah, that's not how you get in, but yeah, anyway, no, yeah. anyway's possible. You know, I actually saw that like trending or something on Twitter recently. It's like everyone's kind of invalidating the way people got started. <laughs> and it's like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Everyone has their own story, their their own path. And, and yeah, I think that's the coolest part. That's what makes us all unique. Yeah, yeah, for us we don't for us fans we we just don't care. We just we just, we just always do the end result. So. No, exactly. Yeah. The end result is all that matters. <laughs> Started at the bottom, now you're here. Yeah. <laughs> so uh uh of course uh how did you get yourself into anime? Did you, did, did you get did you uh Oh just like into anime in general? Anime in general, did oh, you uh man. Were you a Toonami fan back in the day? I So I grew up kind of without Toonami. Uh, so my experience with anime kind of started with whatever was airing on like Fox Kids or Kids WB. Uh, so I don't know exactly. I, it could be Pokemon. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, it's that or it's like Shin-Chan or I think there was another thing like Tokyo Cat. No. I don't remember. There was this show that aired on 
uh, Fox Kids right before it became Fox Kids, like the hour before it turned into Fox Kids. And there was Shin-chan uh, and some other anime. And I was like, I guess that might be my first exposure to anime, but I didn't know what it was really at the time. Um, and it went throughout like growing up really knowing what it was. Um, I was like, oh, okay, Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, all you know, all the mainstream basic stuff. It wasn't yeah. until about college that I really like dived headfirst into to anime because like now it was so accessible. Yeah. Uh, where I grew up, uh, being a nerd was like not the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> and so I'm glad that you know we got places like Comic Con and Anime Expo now that I can yeah. be myself. So. Uh, uh, yeah, I think my first exposure was probably Pokemon or Shin-chan, it was one of those two. Pokemon, Pokemon was among them brawl. Yeah. That means <laughs> on Toonami. Uh, but yeah, I grew up without Toonami and whatever, whenever, whenever I was over at my cousin's or uh, they would always have it playing, so I'd watch like Ronin Warriors and uh, G Gundam. G Gundam was my first Gundam series uh, that I ever watched, but I, Gundam Wing was the first one. Uh, uh, Same here. Yeah, uh, and then Gosh, what else? There was another show that I watched religiously when I finally got to Nami. I'll remember it sometime throughout this interview, but that's that's it for that. So, uh, when did you get to first see Toonami? And do you consider yourself a Toonami faithful today? Oh, yeah. Um, I just wish I had the channels for it. Uh, so, every time I'm at a friend's place or someplace that uh, has access to it, and I know two armies air. He's like, "Yo, can we put this on? Because I want to watch like what my friends have been doing. Because <laughs> uh, that's always a cool thing. Uh, getting to hear all my friends on Twitter yeah. is like, oh yeah, I'm in this, I'm in this, and like finally getting to go, oh, there they are. They're on tsunami. <laughs> Good for them. Uh, but I don't watch tsunami as much as I should be because I'm also never home to like do it. I always miss it." But I love watching the live tweets as it's happening. Uh, <laughs> I'll log on to Twitter and I'll like find all my friends like, hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would definitely consider myself Toonami faithful. I, I love Toonami. I remember, oh, there, fun story about that. Uh, I was at New York Comic Con about two years ago with Erica Harlacker right before we uh, announced our roles for Secret of Mana because she's also in the game. Uh, I forget which character she plays, but we were we were sitting in this uh, this bar. She was doing some meet and greet autograph session, mm -hmm. and as we were waiting for like the whole thing to start, Toonami was just playing, and so we we're like sitting in this bar. Uh, there's rave music happening. We can't hear what's happening on the TV, but it's clearly Toonami. <laughs> so we're like nothing is. Uh, people in cosplay, rave music, bar, tsunami. It was a great experience. Yeah. That's my most surreal tsunami experience. <laughs> of course, uh, you you kind of you kind of came over here to San Diego Comic Con to check out Gundam. Yes. So, uh, what's your experience with the Gundam franchise? I love Gundam. <laughs> uh, everything just about Gundam. I love the stories. I love the drama. I love the robots. The uh, the mobile suits are you know obviously the main reason. Yeah. Uh, my favorite growing up was G Gundam because I was always I'm a martial artist and so I I loved watching these characters control their own Gundams you know rather than using joysticks or and buttons and stuff I was like oh that's cool I would rather like punch someone with my own fist if I had the choice <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I grew up loving that I love Shining Gundam Shining Gundam is my favorite I don't really like Burning Gundam as much. Um, 
and then Gundam 00 came out and I was like yo this is awesome Gundam Exia came out of the sky he chopped uh, that flag in half it was great um, but Mobile Suit Gundam Iron Blood Orphans I remember I got the auditions for that uh, and I, I, I hadn't watched Iron I I'm a voice actor guys <laughs> uh, I haven't watched uh, Iron Blood Orphans yet uh, but it was it was on my list of things to watch and I got the auditions for Hush Midi and Iyakujan um, and I'm so glad Hush went to uh, Tom Bowery he's one of my good friends uh, but I, I was eventually called in to work on Gundam uh, just for additional voices I believe it's like middle of season two uh, most prominently, there's like this tank battle happening, uh, mobile armor uh, thing happening, and the thing blows up. It's like, oh, I don't want it to put <laughs> It's this experience. I love it. Um, and then, I don't know. I remember getting the email and just going, oh, I'm going to be in a Gundam show! <laughs> Screaming. Uh, I also got the auditions for uh, Gundam Narrative, uh, and I, I didn't get that obviously, or else I, you know, but, uh, just getting to like, know that like, oh man, I'm, I'm in Gundam. I, that's awesome. I'm in this universe. I've loved as a kid and Iron Blood Orphans, uh, in my personal opinion, anyone in who's listening that is, can disagree is my favorite. It's the best written, uh, the drama is all there. Uh, the performance, the acting is, it's, it's incredible. Um, it, it, it was just such a great experience, and I just love Gundam. So that's the reason why I came out here. It, no one can see it right now, but I'm wearing a Gundam shirt. I'm wearing one of the Iron Blood Orphan shirts. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, my personal experience like uh, Iron Blood Orphan was a little different compared to the Gundams I usually like. But yeah, I, I still liked it. You liked it a lot. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad. <laughs> Kyle and the whole uh, voice acting crew were amazing that season. Everyone yeah. in that show just puts out their A-game. Um, I, I know Chris Kaysen and Lex Lang did a lot of the directing for that, and uh, getting to work with those two is just, it was great. Uh, I'm a huge Digimon fan as well, and Lex Lang, who's the voice of War Greymon, you know, getting to direct me, I was like, yo, Digimon and Gundam? Oh, heaven! <laughs> so, uh, another question. Uh, of course. Your first, uh, basically your first role was, uh, at least from what we know, is uh, the... So, some basically cannon, basically being cannon fodder in the uh, SAO oh, yeah. franchise. That's that's. <laughs> so, what's your experience with the SAO franchise? Um, ooh, this is fun as because a, at least as a fan. No, no, no. I I love as a fan. I love Starter Online. I know a lot of people give it a lot of crap, but honestly, I think it's so well done. I think the writing isn't like it's not the best anime in the world, guys. I'm not gonna glorify it as <laughs> such. Uh, but I think it gets such a weird rep, and it's such a good series, especially with Alicization. Uh, it's it's so it's so good uh at the time i started doing um voice acting i was actually homeless it, it was weird i was couch surfing and so when i got the call i remember sitting outside my college that i was uh going to uh when i was you know couch, couch surfing i was waiting for some friends to come out and i got this call from bang zoom entertainment and i was like huh i wonder what this is i picked it up and it was uh someone uh, who is casting there is no longer with the company. Uh, he's like, hey, uh, we'd like you to come in for Sorta Online. Do you mind, like, coming in for this? I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be there uh, tomorrow at this time. Got it. 
you know, very trying to be professional, hang up. And my friends had now just walked out of the building and they're like, why do you look so happy? <laughs> and so, you know, I went in for that and, you know, that paycheck definitely helped me stop <laughs> couch surfing. Uh, and so, with that story now, uh, there was this contest uh, a couple years ago. Uh, I believe the hashtag was like my SAO and basically it was like what does SAO mean to you and so um, I got to uh, record myself saying like yeah sort of online you know mm -hmm. save my life it, it basically saved my life I didn't know what I was gonna do with my life I, I was homeless I was you know and I did sort of online and now I'm doing this and yeah. so there it, it came down to like five different people and uh, so Apparently, all the people that were um, who, who won, they got all this care package. I got all these CDs from uh, Yuki. Yuki uh, Kawahara? No, no. Well, I have something from Yuki Kawahara, but something from the the musical producer from uh, Ordinal Scale. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I have some stuff anyway. Uh, but that all premiered in the beginning of the movie. I wasn't there to see it, but I asked like, everyone was like, hey, was I on screen? I was just told that apparently I'm on like some giant movie screen right now, being like all sappy about how Sword Online saved my life. <laughs> 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 um, he's like, yeah, you're on screen for like a couple seconds. It was cool. Very happy for you. And so, you know, I, I love the Sword Art franchise. It, you know, again, it's not the greatest thing in the world. Not gonna say it is, but I love it for what it is. Um, and it definitely saved my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, for what it is, essay is pretty just an enjoyable show. Mm -hmm. uh, not not the best show, but it's yeah, not yeah, the greatest not, show. Nothing, well. nothing really it's is really, for that matter. Not, no, no, <laughs> except you know, Digimon. But that's my <laughs> own personal opinion. The perfect show <laughs> doesn't exist. You're wrong. It's Digimon <laughs> season one. Anyway, so, <laughs> so uh, and is there any uh, any interesting tales that you uh, that uh, you learned in, that you uh, had in the booth for any of your characters? Really? Hmm. I I do. Uh, you know what? As long as I don't say the name, this one should be fun. Okay, so well, let's start off with one of them. This is one of my favorite ones. The gamer one was definitely like one of my favorites. Uh, from Sword Art Online. But uh, when I was recording for Secret of Mana, um, uh, my character Geshtar, uh, oh, spoiler alert, guys. A and it's like, what, you're two, two years late, so whatever, <laughs> spoiling the game for you. Anyway, my character dies, because I'm one of the villains. You gotta fight me anyway. And I blow up. And the director um, and one of the uh, localization representatives who is in uh, the other side of the glass, uh, on the other side of the glass, apologize. Yeah. Uh, uh, she was trying to explain to me what happened. She's like, okay, so you blow up, and then you get, uh, what, how do I say this? You kind of look like a Power Ranger on a motorcycle. <laughs> and so, for any of my Tokusatsu fans listening to this, they're like, so a Kamen Rider? And then her face lights up, it's like, oh, you know about Kamen Rider? And for, for anyone that doesn't know what that is, it's like the sister show to Power Rangers uh, that's been running longer in Japan. Uh, sister show to Super Sentai, which is the Japanese counterpart. Yeah. Um, but basically, they're like these bug uh, transforming superheroes that ride motorcycles. That's mm -hmm. the best way I can explain it. But over here in the U.S., it's such a knit, uh, niche because no one really knows what it is. So just this here light is like, oh, we need to talk about this afterwards. <laughs> it's just a nice fan bonding moment. Uh, my second thing was a thing I recorded for 
a couple days ago actually, um, I got a text from one of my uh, uh, voice actress friends and she's like, oh my god, <laughs> you're the pen. And I go, what? <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, oh, never mind then. <laughs> I'm like, what? So, you know, I walk up into the studio, I walk into um, the waiting area, and my friend who just texted me, she's sitting there, and she's like, waving at me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're on this thing too? Oh, cool. So I walk into the booth, and I look on the screen, and it says, uh, pen, and it has dialogue, and I was like, wait a sec. I look at the director, I'm a pen? <laughs> Hold on, rewind. <laughs> I, I, I'm voicing a pen? And so this pen, uh, without going into a lot of details, uh, basically he he talks about his life of being uh, passed around from pe person to person, uh, his life experiences, but no one can hear him because he's a pen, you know. And so he starts off very wholesome. as like, my owner, he, uh, you know, he almost lost me, but he brought me over from England, and yeah. we're gonna have such a great time together. And then, uh, a couple scenes later, there was a scene that was like, there was no context to it. It was just, and then she chapped me into her neck, blood spot everywhere, <laughs> and I stopped and I went, wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, context. So, someone takes you and just like, jabs you into the neck to like kill themselves. Oh no! <laughs> I kill someone indirectly! <laughs> what do I do? Because his next couple lines are like, my tip is covered in the tip I was so proud of. And I'm like, this poor pen has seen some things. <laughs> that, I'm gonna remember that forever because yeah. I'm, I'm an inanimate object, I'm a pen that can't speak and you know. I think that's such a funny experience. That game is coming out soon. Uh, I don't know when, but sometime this year, hopefully. <laughs> what was the game called again? I wish I could tell you. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I am under NDA, so I can't say anything yet. Uh, yeah. no <laughs> the most I can tell you is that I'm a pen. And I mean, how vague is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else we should know? Uh, it's up to you. I mean, I'm an open book. Whatever you got from me, I'll answer. All right. uh, let's do a few fan questions. Okay. Uh, Special Form 12 asks, ask, <laughs> ask him what his favorite character, the voice is, and why is it Lucky from Star Force? Okay, so Special Form 12 is one of my friends um, from the Tokusatsu community, uh, the, the Power Ranger community. And what he's talking about is Star Force is this um, fandom of uh, a Power Ranger show that never came to the US, or, or rather might come to the US. I'm putting might because it's future. It's, it hasn't been adapted yet. Uh, so you never know. Anyway, Star Force is a, uh, is a Power Ranger show uh, where instead of just the regular five, there's 12 of them. And so it's like this awesome space adventure. Um, if you like Guardians of the Galaxy and like Star Wars, uh, but with Power Rangers, this is, this is it. The storytelling is incredible. And that's just a shameless plug. Anyway, uh, I have a friend, uh, Karin, from the Helmets and Henshin Network uh, on YouTube. Uh, he was like, hey, Daryl, I know that like you do all the professional voice acting, but I'm doing this quick little fan dub. Do you want to do it? And I was like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a Power Ranger. Let's do it! And so uh, Lucky is the name of the main character, the Red Ranger. Um, and 
he he always has this boisterous like loud uh attitude and his superpower is literally he's lucky for no reason uh he's just and that's his name and so i got to voice lucky and it's just a couple lines uh it's his roll call and uh when they form the the Megazord uh, with the heart of a lion, Power Ranger Red, and I think it's just it's, it's one of those things. That, gosh, if it ever comes over to the U.S., I want to be him. I want to I want to portray American him. <laughs> yeah, that that's who Lucky is. <laughs> Hi, special. How are you? <laughs> Thanks for asking. And, uh... Kennedy explained his name. Uh, Benny Metrics is uh, said. Is it time for molecular transmutation? <laughs> <laughs> is it time for molecular transmutation? It's more for time. <laughs> uh, that is a line uh, from the very first episode of Power Rangers uh, <laughs> when they uh, are morphing. Uh, Zordon is explaining like, hey, so this is how you morph. Just shout, uh, raise your morphers to this guy and sh uh, say it's morphin' time. And Billy, the smart guy, is like, oh, molecular transmutation. <laughs> <laughs> or transformation. I forget the exact words. I, if it's trend, transmutation. Tra transmutation, then that's it. And if that's not it, then I'm sorry, Benny Matrix, because I am almost positive that's the line from episode <laughs> one and if not i just gave you some power into trivia so there you go guys <laughs> <laughs> anything else you'd like to say to the fans before we head out uh thank you guys so much for watching toonami uh supporting um all of us whether you watch sub or dub uh you know as long as you're supporting anime and loving anime and you know just the overall medium of the thing I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you all. Um, stay tuned to uh, Toonami News, uh, Toonami itself. And uh, if you guys want to follow me on any of my social medias, uh, it is Daryl J. Delphin on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, I have a lot of cool projects coming up. I can't wait to share them with you guys. Uh, stay tuned to those, and I will definitely uh, get to posting those. Yeah.